Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mr. President, we have a national emergency. This is one of the things that we can shoot first and ask questions later. Uh, normally you can't do that. All of a sudden these trees started moving out of the way. They parted for me. And then I came out into this opening and there where I saw Jesus Christ. Broadcasting live from a secret location buried deep below the earth, you're about to make a connection to the signs of the times. W. Dean Shook is live on the air right now. Welcome in to End Time News. I am your humbled host, W. Dean Shook. And you know, for the past programs... I've been saying that this is news that the mainstream media won't touch. Well, apparently, um, it's no longer the case. The uh, old mainstream media is now just seems to be a propaganda machine. The truth just doesn't seem to come out of them. You're now listening to the new mainstream media. End time news and programs like this are surpassing the other news programs on the alphabet networks. Because people are starting to realize that they're propaganda machines. These are not people that are reporting the news. And programs like mine, End Time News, are skyrocketing. My analytics tell me that over the last six months, my numbers have more than quadrupled the number of listeners. And why is that? Because you're getting the news. You're getting a straight story. And I have a good example of that today. Why is NASA and the U.S. media covering up this devastating meteor strike in Iran. Why don't they just say it? No, 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 no. Instead, they're not doing it. Why no warning from NASA? Why is nobody telling us this stuff? Well, this is the truth, and I have multiple news sources to prove this. We're going to get into that and so much more. But let's get this started. Iran has confirmed that a meteor has hit somewhere in the northern part of their country. The meteor landed in Hajav in the province of Kwazin. Mohammed Ali Ahani, director of management staff, said the Mir News Agency reported July 31st that also there have been reports that some pieces of rock have hit areas in Eshtard and other provinces. Even media outlets in Italy are reporting this event. Do a simple search on this somewhere like Google News and you'll see a whole lot of, uh, not much of anything. Astonishing, NASA has failed to publicly acknowledge that this has even happened. While NASA did put out a report debunking claims that an asteroid would wipe out Earth this coming September, people might have had a hard time believing them when they can't even respond to a real meteor impact in Iran. Well, an Italian news source is also reporting this event... Science Notis, uh, Italian news agency, is reporting that a meteor crashed in Iran, serious damage to Quasvin. The first info confirmed the news of the impact on the meteorite in Iran. There would be serious damage. They reported it saying this. Breaking news, we have just confirmed the news of the impact of meteorite in Iran. The impact site is not too great of a distance from the capital of Tehran. 
The news of the meteorite in Iran just been confirmed by all major Iranian news agencies, many of whom speak of serious damage. When injuries and victims have not been confirmed, but rumors are circulating on the web, the meteorite crashed near Qazvin and also near Qajar. The place where the meteorite would have gone down is in the Hajan province. The governor of the region said the rescue machine has already been set in motion to help the people affected by this meteorite in Iran. So we hope to give you more information very soon. It's almost certainly a meteorite very large, could be more than two meters long, according to the Iranian newspaper. Because there are numerous towns affected by this impact, with windows exploded and damaged fixtures, they know that the extent of the damage early reports could be launched in a few hours. Maybe this event is also very similar to that of February 15th, and the same sources are reporting this that a trail of light is spotted in central Italy. This may be the same one on its way to its impact site in Iran. There have been many reports between Lazio and Umbria, and they're reporting it this way. It was spotted a luminous trail of extraordinary beauty in the skies of the region of central Italy. The event took place a few minutes ago and had been reported by several users of our official Facebook page, also because we just walked in on a period of maximum frequency of the most famous meteor shower ever, that of the Persades, with a peak during the night in San Lorenzo. The trail of light found its most certainly a meteorite was sighted and reported in the skies of central Italy. The boom of reports that was between Lazio and Umbria were precisely between the province of Rome and Tirani. The luminous trail lasted about four seconds, was accompanied by a rub event. If you were outdoors in those conditions of silence and tranquility, you could probably hear it. And here's another report. This may be the first sighting right before it hit Iran. Meteorite illuminates the skies of Argentina and Uruguay. Hundreds of people attended the passage of a bright fireball between Argentina and Uruguay. The passage of meteorites, which, in contact with the Earth's atmosphere, lighted up, not a rarity, but certainly not as frequently observed quite this bright. So when a long trail left the sky, the phenomenon is being clearly observed in the province of Entre Rios and Santa Fe. Many have reported on their Facebook and Twitter profiles the passage of this meteorite to confirm that it was a meteorite was the official planetarium maintained by the government of Buenos Aires. The Trend News Agency is reporting the same thing. Iran has confirmed that a meteorite has hit somewhere in the northern part of the country. The meteor landed in Hajav in the province of Quazvin. Also, there have been reports that some pieces of rock had hit areas in the Alborz province. Another local government of Tekistan County said that the area witnessed the passing of the meteor, but nowhere in the district under his supervision had been hit. Well, Red Flag News is also reporting the same thing, serious meteorite impact in Iran, but this is coupled at a time right now when Iran is experiencing 165 degree temperatures. That's right, you heard me right. I said 165 degrees. These are world record temperatures. Here's how they're reporting it. News from Iran. Multiple locations report damage. Also, Iran city hit suffocates heat index of 165 degrees. These are near world records. This 165 reading recorded at 4.30 p.m. local time Friday comes one day after the heat index soared at 159 degrees. That, that's 70 degrees Celsius in the same location. Why are we not hearing about this? You know, it's just incredible to me how the alphabet networks here in America can even consider themselves credible when they can't even report on something as simple as this. What a propaganda machine they are. And it's no wonder that programs like End Time News are now the new mainstream media. More people are coming to alternative news or what used to be alternative news in order to get the truth in the news because these propaganda machines are not doing their job. They are just that, propaganda machine owned by corporations whose job is to feed the sheep. Well, you won't get that at End Time News, and you won't get that on a lot of other programs just like End Time News, who's more than happy to bring you real, credible news that nobody else is going to tell you. So let me say thank you for being here. We've got some other stuff we want to cover. We've got some other stuff we want to cover besides Iran. We're also going to look at uh, a Federalist report. 
about an Obama statement that's going to make your jaw drop. And we're going to talk about um, a possible proxy war with Russia and the United States being played out in the province of Syria. I'll tell you how this is, seems to be going. We're also going to talk about um, Iran claiming the start of the new Third World War. And uh, we'll see what's behind that and much more. We're going to take this short break, uh, get our ducks in a row, and we'll be back right after this short message. You're listening to a global pioneer in the new mainstream media. In Time News with W. Dean Shook, your connection to the signs of the times. We as Americans enjoy the benefit of a land founded in faith, baptized in blood, and dedicated to the freedom of worship. Let's revive in our hearts the great idea that made America the very center of the world. Let's stir up in our souls a renewed national zeal and a closer walk with God, without whom no nation can succeed. We should be grateful for the righteous birth of our land. Other nations were born in the blood of plundering conquest, but not America. Our nation was conceived in the hearts of courageous, righteous men. She was born in the throes of holy prayer at Plymouth Rock, cradled by the strong hand of faith, and nourished at the bosom of a living, vital, sincere religion. We were fed on the wholesome food of the highest ideas and standards under the smiling approval of an almighty God. America stands today a fortress of freedom, loved by free men, respected by the liberty-loving people of the earth, feared by the enemies of God. And with the shadows of communism deeping upon every continent, America holds high the torch of faith, light, and hope for the downtrodden peoples of the world. Today we stand in a precarious position. We as a nation must do nothing to invoke the disapproval of an almighty God. Our course must be to keep God's hand of protection on our beloved country. We stand at a crossroads. To the left lie the bogs of extreme liberalism, socialism, and the inevitable drift into communism. To the right lies the time-worn stamp of ultra-conservatism which leads to the monopolies of certain groups at the expense of others. We need prayerfully to seek the guidance of God on our nation or we will go the way of nations in history into oblivion. It's the approval of God that makes our country great, not the genius of statesmen, not merely the form of government, not the energy of its people, but the level of national morals and the depth of national faith in God. We as a nation owe to our underlying faith in God, the pilgrims at Plymouth Rock on their knees, Washington at Valley Forge, praying for the guidance and strength in the crisis of battle, Lincoln calling the countries to national repentance in the midst of civil conflict. These are the portraits of our basic faith in God as a nation. If we have success as a nation, we must attribute the glory, the honor, and the praise to a benevolent God who has guided with an omnipotent hand the course and destiny of our country. Abraham Lincoln struck a keynote when he said the important thing is not that we have God on our side, but that we make sure we are on God's side. Freedom is freedom. A man is not free unless he is free in body, mind, and soul. The air is stuffy unless one has proper freedom of action. The eagle cannot fly in a cage. There can be no freedom while truth is forever on the scaffold and wrong forever on the throne. We must let mercy and truth meet together and then righteousness and peace will reign. This must be done in public as well as in private life if our democracy is to survive and remain the beacon of light in the world. Otherwise, the Statue of Liberty will be a mockery instead of a hope, and judgment will follow. God bless America.
Do you think the media is biased? Maybe they're leaving something out, or there's something they're not telling you. Now, you have a source for the truth in the news. W. Dean Shook, End Time News. Your connection to the signs of the times. GoDaddy offers everything you need to make a name for yourself on the web, from domain names and website builders to complete e-commerce solutions. We've earned our place as the world's number one accredited domain registrar by delivering world-class products at competitive prices and support them with industry-best services delivered 24-7, 365. We're proud to serve our customers from locations around the world. Sign up now at WDShook.com and get your domain name as low as $5.99 a year. Sign up now at WDShook.com. Go, Daddy. Go, Daddy. Thank you for allowing me that break. Please visit our website. Uh, you know, the In Time News has been under a little bit of attack here lately. Apparently, there's some people who don't like what we do here. And it's been very difficult over the last few days to update the website. Uh, it's not impossible. We're working on doing it. It's just a very slow process. But we will post all of these stories and more at the website at wdeanshook.com. Um, as soon as we get that updated, um, by all means, come and you can see these stories for yourself. Hopefully, we'll have this all back up here pretty soon. Uh, we are not defeated, just set back a little bit. So let's get on with this Federalist report that Obama says killing humans and harvesting their organs is an atrocity that must end. What? That's right. President Barack Obama told a group of young African leaders on Monday that harvesting organs from humans that are killed as part of an African ritual was craziness and cruel tradition that needed to stop. He warned of dehumanizing marginal groups of humans and of the problems that arise when you're quote-unquote not able to see someone else as a human being. In a wide-ranging question-and-answer session with members of the Young African Leaders Alternative, a woman from Kenya said, Persons with abscinium in Africa are being killed and their body parts harvested for ritual purposes. My question to you is to raise the issue with heads of state of African countries to bring these atrocities to an end. Obama decried the practice. He went on to encourage the young people to do everything in their power to fight on the behalf of vulnerable humans. He said, Young people, you can lead the way and set a good example. But it requires some courage because the old thinking, people will push back at you if you don't have the convictions and courage to be able to stand up for what you think is right. Then cruelty will perpetuate itself, he said. He then added, if there's one thing I want all leaders to come out with, it's the notion that you are strong by taking care of the people who are vulnerable, by looking after the minority, looking after the disabled, looking after the vulnerable. You're not strong by putting people down. You're strong by lifting them up. That's the measure of a leader. Obama also tried the practice of harvesting organs from albinos with racism and discrimination against gay people and urged consistency in how they view the sanctity of human life if they want to complain about human rights abuses. Now, Obama's comments came in the midst of a week-long scandal in his own country over the killing of unborn children via abortion, followed by harvesting and distribution of their organs. 
The Center of Medical Progress has released five videos of Planned Parenthood officials discussing the killing of human fetuses and the harvesting of their organs or entire cadavers. The researchers willing to pay a pretty penny for them. On the topic of human organ harvesting, President Obama's spokesman, Josh Ernest, has said that the president has chosen not to watch the video footage of Planned Parenthood officially dissecting human fetuses for parts. Nevertheless, he said, President Obama has vehemently defended the abortion group. In 2012, Planned Parenthood said, while announcing a $1.4 billion ad on its behalf, they had no greater champion than President Obama. During this time, the Illinois State Senate Obama's devotion to abortion was so extreme that he argued a form of infanticide should remain legal out of fear that protecting infants born alive might somehow protect young humans in the womb. I'm not sure how that works or how he can have one standard for America and another standard for Africa. I guess you can decide on that one yourself. And I mentioned before the break that uh, we were going to talk about a possible proxy war. Well, you remember my last program where I reported that the State Department has said that they will now intervene on behalf of the rebels that they've trained and armed in Syria. And that if they come under threat, that the U.S. will attack. Well, just the next day, Russian Airborne Troop Chief says paratroopers ready to help Syria in combating terrorism. This according to the TASS news agency. They said the Russian airborne troops are ready to assist Syria in countering terrorists. If such a task is set by Russian's leaders, commander of the airborne troop Colonel General Valamir Shamov told reporters on Tuesday, of course we will execute the decisions set forth by the country's leadership if there is a task at hand. He said it's in response to a Syrian reporter's question about the readiness of the Russian airborne troops to render assistance to Syria's government in its battle against terrorism. He also noted that Russia and Syria have long-term good relations. Many Syrian experts, including military, received education in the Soviet Union and in Russia. So does that mean that they're going to attack America when America attacks Syria? I mean, are we looking at another proxy war here? Like a giant game of risk? Well, what does Iran say about this since they seem to have pretty good ties with Russia here lately? Iran warns of a third world war. According to the Washington Free Beacon, a senior Iranian official on Wednesday warned of an impending third world war that'll be sparked by terrorists, according to the regional reports. Akbar Rafajani, the chairman of Iran's powerful Expediency Council, warned in comments that the outbreak of World War III is coming in the near future, according to this report by FARS News Agency. The threat of the outbreak in the Third World War by terrorists is serious. Rafajani was quoted as saying in a meeting with Italian foreign ministers who were in Tehran for the week meeting with Iranian officials, Rafajani blamed the United States and NATO for fostering the conditions that will lead to World War III. The U.S. and NATO had invaded Afghanistan to uproot terrorism and narcotics. But we saw the terrorism expand in the form of ISIL, Boko Haram, al Nusra Front, to the remote parts of the world from Al-Qaeda and Taliban in Pakistan and Afghanistan. Rafinjani went on to demand that the United States and other Western countries stop their support for the terrorist groups in the region. Iran and the United States are on opposite sides of a multi-ethnic wars in the region, including in Syria and Yemen. However, the United States and Iran have found themselves allies in the world to defeat the Islamic State in Iraq. Italy's officials say, in my greetings with Iran and Italian officials, I will mention this and hope that your proposal will be a starting point in inflicting historical defeat on the terrorists in different human societies, he was quoted as saying. Iranian President Hassan Rajani also has warned of the threat posed by terrorism, although he's not directly acknowledged Iran's role in the fostering of it. Terrorism and insecurity is an epidemic disease which doesn't belong to a specific region, they said, and efforts should be made to encounter extremism and violence to prevent its spread and we shouldn't allow any innocent persons, regardless of his or her nationality or religion, to become a victim of the terrorist group. 
And how does our president-in-chief respond to Islam here at home? Well, as you may know, uh, he's not real keen on Christians. He's not real keen on Jews, freedom, liberty, uh, any of those things. But he is real keen on anything that's Islamic. Uh, According to Jihad Watch, Raymond Ibram, Obama has modified the U.S. Oath of Allegiance according to Islamic law. The Obama administration recently made changes to the Oath of Allegiance to the United States in a manner very conducive to Sharia or Islamic law. On July 21st, the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service announced some modifications to the Oath of Allegiance which immigrants must take before becoming naturalized. The oath requires incoming citizens to declare that they will bear arms on behalf of the United States and perform non-combative service in the armed forces of the United States when required by law. Now, it says a candidate, a candidate for U.S. citizenship, may be eligible to exclude these two clauses based on religious training and belief or a conscientious objection. The new changes further add to the new candidates may be eligible for additional modifications based on religious training and belief or conscientious objections arising from a deeply held moral or ethical code. For while Islamic law allows Muslims to fend loyalty to non-Muslim infidel authorities, it bans Muslim from living up to the pretense by actually fighting or killing fellow Muslims on behalf of a non-Muslim entity such as the United States. So what else has President Obama done against America but for his Islamic brothers? Also, according to Jihad Watch, Islamic Republic of Iran sentenced a man to have his eyes gouged out and have his hand and foot amputated. Iran is simply following the Quran, which stipulates, and I quote from the Quran, here's what they say, and we ordain for them therein a life for a life, an eye for an eye, a nose for a nose, an ear for an ear, a tooth for a tooth, and for a wound is legal retribution. But whoever gives charity, it's an expiation for him. And whoever does not judge by what Allah has revealed, then it is those who are the wrongdoers. And indeed, the penalty of those who wage war against Allah and his messenger and strive on the earth, corruption is none, but they that be killed or crucified, or that their hands and feet be cut off from opposite sides. This cruel medieval sentence was handed down on Saturday to a 27-year-old man identified by his first name, Hamid. Hamid had told the regime's court that on March 2011, when he was 23 years old, he unintentionally caused an eye injury to another young man in a street fight, according to the official state-run Iran newspaper. It was around midnight. He said, I was sitting at home with my brother, called me, and said that my father had gotten into a car accident. I rushed to the scene to help my dad, but I really didn't intend to injure anyone's eye, he told the court. Following his sentence, a member of the National Council of Resistance of Iran and human rights activists said, It is deeply regretful that the European governments are not protesting such cases as of barbarity in Iran. These savage acts, which constitute torture and enshrined in the Iranian laws, at least four people hanged in public in Iran last month. Such public hangings also constitute a form of public torture. When people are urged to go to the scene, everyone who is faced with that side is also tortured by the barbaric act. We must ask, why has the EU closed its eyes to these atrocities? The Iranian regime's judiciary officials have publicly defended limb amputation, eye gouging, and even stoning to death a very real part of judicial law. Well, and some of you may have already heard this one. The Islamic State murders 19 girls for refusing sex with jihadis and peddles sex slaves like barrels of petrol. The seizure of infidel girls and their use as sex slave is sanctioned in the Quran. According to Islamic law, Muslim men can take captives of the right hand. Here's what it says in the Quran, and I quote, O Prophet Lo! We have made lawful unto thee wives unto whom thou hast paid the dowries. And those whom thy right hand possesses, those whom Allah hath given thee, all spoils of war. 
Well, the rape of captive women is also sanctioned in Islamic tradition. They say this is what their God told them to do. It's also in Islamic law. Here's what it says. When a child or woman is taken captive, they become slaves by the fact of capture. The woman's previous marriage is immediately annulled. The Egyptian Sheikh Abu Hawani declared in May of 2011 that we are in the era of jihad, and that meant Muslims would take slaves. In a subsequent interview, he elaborated. Here's what he said. Jihad is only between Muslims and infidels. Spoils, slaves, and prisoners are only to be taken in war between Muslims and infidels. Muslims in the past conquered, invaded, and took over countries. This is agreed to by all scholars. There's no disagreement on this from any of them, from the smallest to the largest, on the issues of taking spoils and prisoners. The prisoners and spoils are distributed among the fighters, which includes men, women, children, wealth, and so on. So when a slave market is erected, which is a market in which are sold sex slaves, which are called in the Quran by the name of milk ayaman, that which your right hand possesses, according to the Quran, this is a verse from the Quran that's still in force. The milk al-yamin are the sex slaves. You go to the market, you look at the sex slaves, you buy her, she becomes your wife, but she doesn't need a marriage contract or divorce like a free woman, nor does she need a walai. All scholars agree on this point. There's no disagreement from any of them. When I want a sex slave, he said, I just go to the market and choose the woman I like and purchase her. Around the same time, May 25, 2011, a female Kuwaiti politician, Salwal Matari, who spoke in favor of the Islamic practice of sexual slavery of non-Muslim women, emphasizing that the practice accorded with Islamic law and parameters of Islamic morality. She said a merchant told me he would have a sex slave. He said he would not be negligent with her and that Islam permitted this sort of thing. He was speaking the truth. I brought up this man's situation to the Mufti in Mecca. I told him I had a question. Since there were men who specialized in what was halal and what was good and who loved women, I said, what is the law of sex slaves? Here's what the Mufti said. With the law of sex slaves... There must be a Muslim nation at war with a Christian nation or a nation which is not of the religion, not of the religion of Islam, and there must be prisoners of war. So she said, is this forbidden by Islam? The Mufti said, absolutely not. Sex slaves are not forbidden by Islam. On the contrary, sex slaves are under a different law than free women. The free women must be completely covered except for her face and hands. But the sex slave can be naked from the waist up. She differs a lot from the free women. While the free women require a marriage contract, the sex slave does not. She only needs to be purchased by her husband. And that's it. Therefore, the sex slave is different from the free woman. So how many of you ladies out there would like to uh, support Islam? Maybe have a little Sharia of your own. Well, Jihad is moving past even that. They're now decided that they want to mess with India. Now, you know, this seems like a bit of a mistake, possibly. You know, India has got a million and a half people in their army and another 500,000 plus in reserve. That's almost two million people in their army. I don't know if uh, a few jihadists in dirty nightshirts should uh, be messing with an army that size, but nevertheless, they have jihad factories in Pakistan. The poor people and their targets... They can train and brainwash easily. The ISI present and provide them with weapons and ammunition. They train them from their childhood up. They're funded by the money of the U.S. government sends to Pakistan to fight terrorism. Pakistan's double-game update. Jihad factories in Pak train to launch attacks on India. Former House Secretary R.K. Singh on Wednesday, lashed out at the Pakistani government, saying there are jihad factories actively being operated, which are spewing terrorists to launch attacks on India time and time again. His comments came after a Pakistani terrorist was caught alive today and another was shot dead in a gun battle. 
Sin maintained that Prime Minister Sharif had no power to end the terrorist activity in his country. Sharif is not in the state to deliver on terrorism front. He has no control over his country and over the terrorism that spreads in his land, he said. He can't deliver on any promises he makes, and I don't think that there's any scope remaining to talk about this issue now. He stressed that talks with Pakistan are futile as they don't fear any repercussions from the Indian government. Pakistan will not stop attacking India until we hit back and create fear in their hearts. They have jihad factories in Pakistan, the poor people and their targets, as they can train and brainwash them easily. The ISI provide them with weapons and ammunition, and the terrorism should be careful attacking India now. You fire up the wrong people and you might get stomped. So as America becomes more and more Islam in its rules, regulations, policies, and procedures... President Obama is keeping 27 Iraqi Christian asylum seekers in detention for six months while flooding U.S. cities with unscreened Muslims. Is he an idiot or is he doing this on purpose? Well, it seems for the last six months, 27 Iraqi Christian asylum seekers are fleeing this Islamic state have been locked up in ICE detention centers in Ote Mesa, California, despite the fact that 20 of the 27 Chilean Christians have American family members living in Southern California who are willing to sponsor them. WND is reporting family members have been holding weekly vigils and rallying to draw attention to the detentions large U.S. Chilean Catholic communities reside in San Diego and Detroit the family members say they've been given few details on why they've been detained for so long, despite being refugees from Middle Eastern terror. These aren't people who just decided to cross the U.S.-Mexican border. These are people saying we have nowhere else to go. Mark Aberdo, a spokesman for the Chilean community, told the San Diego Union, it seems like the border is open to everyone unless you're an Iraqi Christian fleeing ISIS. He told Bill O'Reilly on Fox News Monday, Obama is to blame, Congress is to blame, and the U.S. State Department is to blame. The Chilean Christians are being held without any logic or explanation. They've escaped ISIS only to be imprisoned by ICE. There are 20 innocent Christians who escaped the Holocaust only to be imprisoned by ICE. Lauren Mack, spokesman for the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, confirmed that 27 Iraqi nationals are in custody, but she told the union she couldn't comment on individual immigration cases. The extended detention of Iraqi Christian presents a stark contrast from the way the wave of Central American women and children were treated when they massed at the border last summer, the overwhelming majority were detained for a matter of days or weeks, then released and given a hearing date to appear in immigration court. But not you dirty, rotten, stinking Christians, because Mr. Obama doesn't like you. Well, we're going to move into a couple Planned Parenthood stories that are actually quite astonishing. You know, they're doing more than killing babies and dissecting them for parts. They're also moving into our schools and infiltrating our children all the way from grade school up. And I'm going to tell you some shocking stories right after we take this short break. We'll be right back. You're listening to a global pioneer in the new mainstream media. In Time News with W. Dean Shook. Your connection to the signs of the times. There is a sense in the world. There's a sense among believers. There's a sense among unbelievers. There's a sense among all peoples that things are unhinged. The Middle East is unhinged with uprisings, revolutions, and where is this, where is this heading? How are followers of Jesus to relate to all of these things? How do they relate to biblical prophecy? America is in spiritual moral crisis. Values are changing, and so rapidly, I mean, that have not happened in the history of man. 
How are level-headed, responsible Christians to relate to the testimony of the biblical prophets and the unfolding of chaos throughout the world? Not just believers are wondering, is this a sign of the end? Hi folks, have you noticed the federal government and police departments are using drones for everything? Drones are expensive, they're hard to fly. It can take up to a week just to learn to make a drone hover. Not anymore. There's a new generation of drones that are not only affordable, but very easy to fly. Now, you can have your own personal drone, anything from a micro mini that'll fit in the palm of your hand, right up to a full-scale model, 10 inches in diameter like the model I have, the V949 Pro. Comes with a 6-axis, 4-rotor blade, and an HD 2.4 camera mounted on the bottom. These drones are made of a space-age polymer. They're durable, and don't worry about crashing your drone. Replacement blades for this drone from the website are only $1.80 for a pack of four. That's right, I said $1.80 for a pack of four replacement blades. You can also get an extra long life battery. This battery allows you up to a half hour of fly time with a maximum speed of 40 miles an hour. Have your own personal drone, and you can get all of this for under $70. If you go to the website, wdeanshook.com, and click on the banner on the webpage, you can get from 7 to 22% off your personal drone. It's shipped as a kit. You can be up and flying your own personal drone with an HD camera within a half hour. Come to the webpage, wdeanshook.com. Click on that banner and get your discount today. WDeanshook.com. All right, thank you for that break, and hold on to your britches now. You're going to hear some astonishing news out of Planned Parenthood and how they're influencing our children. Planned Parenthood counsels teens on how to defecate and urinate on a sexual partner, and they're teaching this to very young kids. Katie Yoder reports from Newsbusters that the pro-life group Live Action released an undercover video of a live-action investigator posing as a 15-year-old minor being instructed in the following sex ed by Planned Parenthood counselors in Colorado. Sexual bondage, sadomasochism, as in Fifty Shades of Grey, tells them to visit sex stores to get educated. Defecating, a.k.a. brown showers, and urinating, a.k.a. golden showers, on men as normal sexual exploration that can be really fun, the counselor said. There are many different fetishes out there, like some guys like for women to urinate on them, or poop. Well, according to Life News, Houston Public School District blocks access to Planned Parenthood's website as inappropriate. However, the Houston Independent School District has come under attack for blocking at least one student's access to Planned Parenthood's website and other abortion-promoting sites. Initially, a spokeswoman said that the block was in compliance with the Federal Children's Internet Protection Act, which prohibits content harmful to children, like pornography, from being accessed on computers by minors at libraries and schools. But later, the spokeswoman changed her tune, stating that the abortion site should not have been blocked and that an IT glitch prevented middle through high school students from accessing the content, stating that the system's filters were being reviewed. The district released a statement listing the six categories which are considered inappropriate and blocked access, according to the district. These categories include nudity, pornography, images or description of sexual acts, promotion of violence, illegal use of weapons, drug use, discrimination, or participation in hate groups, instructions for performing criminal acts or online gambling. Well, grab some popcorn because we're about to outline how Planned Parenthood fits five of these six inappropriate categories. And here's a spoiler alert. The abortion site doesn't feature any online gambling. 
But they do feature, number one, nudity and pornography, worse than students accessing inappropriate images on Planned Parenthood's website. The organization invites into Houston area schools in 2012 to disseminate a pornographic sex education program for middle school children. This according to American Life League. There's a game where children are promoted to choose the steps in putting on a condom. Choosing from a number of drawings of erect penises in various stages of being sheathed. Then a video is presented that shows two very young students ducking into another student's house to have sex while their parents are gone. The video shows the couple kissing on the couch with the young man groping the girl and pulling up her skirt. Planned Parenthood would have gleefully implemented this pornographic curriculum if parents and concerned citizens had not thwarted their plan by protesting the curriculum to school administrators. Now, affirming Planned Parenthood's distribution of sexual nudity, a Planned Parenthood educator says the posting nude pictures of oneself online, which is illegal for minors, can contribute to body positivity and can be beneficial for one's sex life. Before briefly mentioning the negative consequences of this behavior and blaming society for the lack of acceptance of nudity. They also promote the descriptions of sexual acts. Planned Parenthood has a very popular video series called A Naked Nation, which is basically a library of descriptions of sexual acts and how-tos, as well as videos about various contraceptives and other sex-related topics. They also have tutorials, including how to achieve multiple orgasms during sex, how to experiment with oral sex, and most notably, the presentation of BDSM, that's Bondage, Discipline, Sadism, and Masochism, a.k.a. the violent abuse promoted by Fifty Shades of Grey. They also promote violence. Speaking of Fifty Shades of Grey, Planned Parenthood is more than happy to fan the flames of budding masochists. In four separate states, Planned Parenthood sex educators were caught on camera encouraging a 15-year-old girl to experiment with BDSM because her boyfriend was, quote-unquote, into kink. Several of the counselors even shared explicit details of their own sex lives, which had to be censored from the video because they were so inappropriate. One counselor advised the girl you could be a dominatrix type of person to wear you dress in like all leather or something with whips and handcuffs and you don't hurt him unless he wants it. He may want to be dominant over you and by being dominant over you, the counselor means that he might do things like whip her, clamp her nipples, defecate on her, or tie her up with ropes before forcing himself on her violently. She said violence is healthy Planned Parenthood explains as long as the girl consents. Listen to this clip of this Planned Parenthood counselor advising a 15-year-old girl. In January of 2011, undercover investigators went into Planned Parenthood of Central New Jersey posing as a pimp and his prostitute. Sex trafficking of minors is a federal crime and punishable by imprisonment for 10 years to life. Any person who aids, abets, or counsels a federal crime to be committed may be punished as if they had committed the crime themselves. The pimp was greeted by the clinic manager, Amy Woodruff. The pimp asked Planned Parenthood to help him provide secret abortions and birth control for his underage sex slaves. Will Planned Parenthood comply with the law? Help the pimp cover up his sex abuse of underage girls and become a partner in crime? Offer the pimp advice on how to run his business. Somebody still got work. Work, you know? Yeah, um, wake up, wake up, okay. or just be that extra action walking by. that we managed that uh, we're not quite sure if I got it from one of them. 
Okay. All right, so they might need to come in here mm -hmm. and get tested as well. Do you yeah, guys provide yeah. services so, for that? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so for women, we have two options. We can either do a full GYN exam, so that would then involve the breast exam, the pelvic exam, passing oh, and stuff like that. Cool. And then we can also do the SCD testing at that part. And then that way, if they're having any issues that need actual further looking into, yeah, yeah, yeah. that can be taken care of at that point in time. Now, the thing is, um, okay, so some of them are like, ah, some of them are young. They're kind of like, some are like 15, 14, mm -hmm. and some of them don't speak any English, okay. you know, because they're not even from there. So it's like, how can they come in here? Because they don't always feel comfortable coming mm -hmm. into facilities. One, minors are always accepted without parental consent. Okay. The okay. only thing that you do have to be careful is if they are a minor, we are obligated if we hear any certain information okay. to okay. kind of report. So the first thing that that is, yeah. what if they do speak English or even Spanish? Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, matter, what yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter what they speak. It doesn't matter what they speak. If we're going to have to have it translated, they just have to be aware that they have to be careful with what if, you know, I'm, I'm not kind of like leading in. I don't so want to get anybody how would in trouble. You, I know, it's fine. How, how would just, you recommend, um, like, because you want them to get the help, so exactly. how would you, what would you recommend? Exactly, but so mainly, like, on the paperwork, there's going to be a point that asks, um, you know, like, are you sexually active, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. If they're under a certain age, we're kind of, you know, me and my other counselor, like, for the most part, we want as little information as possible. We want as little information as possible because we're going to be involved in this. Once they get once they get to the nurse practitioner, she's a little bit more anal, so she likes to kind of dig, dig a little bit more. So how old is your partner? Oh. You know that kind of stuff. Oh. So that's where you know. So even if they lie, just say, oh, he's the same age as me, fifteen. You know. So like if they're fifteen, it's just like mainly fourteen and under. We have to. Doesn't matter if their partner's the same age, younger, whatever. 14 and under, we have to report. 14 and under. I'm good thing 14. Yeah, okay. 14, you know, once they get to 15, then there's a little bit more play room. So as long as they just lie and say, oh, he's 15, 15, you know, yeah. as long as they don't say 14, and as long as it's not too much of an age gap, then we just kind of like, then we just kind of play. What if they do say the 14, can Well, you know, then from there, it, it's just really watching what they say. What if they need an abortion, though? Oh, that's a that's a completely different story now. Oh. Now, if they're part, now okay. this is more no, just for testing the stuff. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, we need to know. A little they, bit. Yeah, if they come in for pregnancy testing, um, <laughs> at that point it's still needs to be. You never got this from me. Just to make all of our lives easier. Okay. If they're fourteen yeah. and under. Yeah. Just send them right there if they need an abortion. <laughs> okay. That's this is the spot. Okay. Yeah. Will they ask okay. Um, or Do they need ID or something? They, they won't need ID. Then they're going to be a little bit more different, but their protocols aren't as strict as ours, and they don't get audited the okay. same way that we do, like with the trunk. So pregnancy, 14. Medical like, yeah, this is for 14 and under. Okay. okay. Once they hit 15, it's kind of a whole different, like, oh, playing okay. field with okay. the age and New Jersey guidelines. You know what? I want to see. Let me get you a copy of this, too. Okay. Yeah. Before, let me just do that now before I get sidetracked. This is actually just the minor's rights. This way you guys have a copy of oh, this. Oh, good. And so and you already kind of know before yeah, you get okay. into any situation, like, oh, all right. Okay, no, let's not do this way. Let's go this way. You know that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, my God. Hang on one second. I use this as my Bible. Okay, there you I, go. I, I That's your Bible. All right. No matter what you, you get so many parents, I mean, like, you understand where they're coming from, but it's like, oh, it's a minor. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so. <laughs> hey. It still needs to be safe. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Like, you know, she's still entitled to care without mom knowing what the hell's going on. So, yeah. all right, so for pregnancy, 14 and under, just go so straight the there. Okay. Keep us out of the loop. Because <laughs> Keep us out of the loop. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta, exactly. Yeah. Now, oh, are most of them, like when you that. say they don't speak English, do they at least speak Spanish? Uh, some of them are like Asian. A like, oh, okay. You know. um, no matter what, we do have access to like telephone translators. Okay. So okay. if they don't speak English or Spanish, we can make do. Preferably more with the STD testing and the pregnancy testing. Only because once we get to exams, 
not only do they then they have to translate while we're in here, yeah. then there's like no communication in the exam room, and then uh, we need the translator yeah. for that, you know, so, or even if they can bring somebody who would translate for them, you know, that would be great too. Yeah. But that's Okay. Now what about birth control for them? Can we get all of that? How would you recommend we go about that? Um, that, they would need to make an appointment for the full exam. Okay. And they come in and we just take it from there. Is there any difference mm -hmm. between the ones that are like 15 or 14? Will they, will there be anything um, different no, no, that they, they need? No, no. So the only thing is the fees are cheaper. Oh. Yeah, what, what yeah. Because we go on a sliding scale fee depending yeah. on income and family size. Okay. Um, 19 and under, here's the thing too, if they're minors, just time to put down that they're students. Just Students? Yeah, just kind of play along that they're students. We want to make it look as legit as possible. Yeah, we want to make so it look legit. So say that they're students, and then as long as they're 19 and under, they go into what we call like the student fee scale. Yeah. So they're paying the lowest price. See, because we might need to just get them in here as soon as they get in here, you know, from our country, why not just get them checked out immediately? Mm -hmm. You know, that way we know ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm assuming most of them are coming in illegally, right? So it's yeah, not so like they're, they're going to have all the exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're not going to have their And we don't do, um, you know, immigrants welcome. We, yeah. we don't require social, you know. Cool. Then cool. we try to keep everything as confidential, you know, everything as possible. The yeah, only yeah, stuff yeah. that ever gets shared is like with the State Department, you know, positive results and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, for okay. just the results. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we don't really care about at that point. We just want the information. But, exactly. Okay. <coughs> so okay, so the girls are coming in. You can probably come in with the girls. Yeah, we can come in. Uh, yeah, like the birth control just, just and the testing. You know, you yeah. say like, oh, this is a friend. You know, and as it is, most of the time I'm the one here. Oh, you okay. might occasionally okay. get. Do you, do you, have, do you have a call? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. and I'm the office manager here, so you know, any questions you guys just let me know. Um, but for the most part, I'm usually the one doing most of the interviewing before they go back to the interview. Okay, so like, no. I know. Occasionally, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Occasionally, I do have somebody like, you know, who's helping out and floating out. I might have an extra person. Mm -hmm. So you might end up getting somebody else, but, you, you know. I, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, you know, if I'm if I'm comfortable with you, yeah, then exactly. You know, and you just kind of yeah. so the whole thing is like with me, we already know. I see you. We already know we're gonna kind of alter the story and yeah. kind of see what we can do to kind of tweak information. Yeah. yeah. So and if there's ever anything when they're filling out the paperwork that you're questionable, for the most part, we kind of harass you at the front desk. You left this blank. You left this blank. Yeah. You just be like, oh well, I want to wait until I talk to the nurse, and that's fine. Oh, okay. Because then you just say, I don't understand. Yeah. The nurse practitioner. Very good woman clinically. Yeah. Between the three of us, because we're already cool. Yeah. The f we hate her. But, but that's why you come and you ask for me only. Okay. Corinne is my right hand. She's the one that was at the desk I spoke to with dark mm -hmm. hair. Okay. You know, okay. To, you know, but yeah. if I'm not available, just say, hey, listen, I know Amy, you know, just have her give me a call yeah, back. Yeah. You know, she's, okay. Yeah. yeah Corinne seems cool. Yeah, she's, 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 she's cool. my partner in crime, and we try uh, to do that And then a uh, question, mm -hmm. if, if it comes down that they do need an abortion, how long to like can you actually ask people again? Ah, minimum two weeks. Minimum two weeks. Mm. Minimum two weeks. Do you, do you maybe have any suggestions about what else they could do? I mean, they still got money, you know? Yeah. Uh, waste up. Waste up. Uh, waste up. Okay. Or just be that extra action walking by. We might just need to, anyway, we could just like streamline this, like. Holla at you, slide you a little, we can, we you know, try depending and you can on the, just yeah. get them streamlined. Depending on what the situation is, yeah. we might be able to do that. So, well, yeah, so, and then, then if you can, you hit me up, is like, if you can give me a couple days notice, no, too, well, we then you. that way I can even have it set up. You can have okay, it all set up, streamlined. Well, do you think that uh, Planned Parenthood is also free from discrimination? Well, of course not. Planned Parenthood is an expert on this topic. The group discriminates against 330,000 pre-born children every year by killing them. And then there's the gender discrimination against pre-born females who die at Planned Parenthood because their parents were counseled to proceed with sex-selective abortions due to the preference for sons. 
Planned Parenthood's discrimination, in fact, is a founding principle. The group was founded by a woman who was profoundly discriminatory against, well, everyone who wasn't healthy, wealthy, or well-educated Caucasian. Today, Planned Parenthood perpetuates this legacy by contributing to the ongoing racial discrimination in abortion. In New York City, where Planned Parenthood boasts a thriving abortion mill and their presence is fully in the open where more black babies are aborted than are born. And they go on with instructions on how to perform criminal acts. Well, how about Planned Parenthood manager explaining to a pimp and prostitute how to get illegally trafficked underage girls into Planned Parenthood mills for abortions? How to twist the truth of this sex ring when completing forms for the sex workers? How to get the girls back on the streets immediately after their abortion so they can keep the pimp's business lucrative when they should be recovering from a physically painful, invasive abortion experience? Well... What's up? And they are in schools across America in charge of teaching sex ed. Well, let's change topics here. You know, after the debate, I was on Twitter, and I was talking with my Twitter friends about the debate when one of uh, one of the people on Twitter, Angry Mom, said something that really hit home, and that was that the establishment media is trying to pick the candidates. And I thought about that for a second, and, and it's absolutely true. Things are not adding up here. Now, let me put this out there, and you decide for yourself. It's being reported that Fox News couldn't kill Trump's momentum and may have only made it stronger a few hours before Thursday's Fox debate. A friend of Donald Trump's confided that Trump was nervous, not about the competition. He could handle them. No, Trump worried about Fox News, and in particular, Megyn Kelly. She'd been hammering him all week on her show, and he was certain she was out to get him. He canceled a Fox News appearance on Monday night in order to avoid her. Well, it turns out Trump was right. His toughest opponents Thursday night weren't the candidates on the stage, but the Fox News moderators who went right after him, none with more gusto than Kelly. Kelly, the whip-smart queen of Fox News, went straight for the juggler. When she said, you've called women you don't like, fat pigs, dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals, she admonished Trump. Does this sound to you like the temperament of a man that we should elect as president? But Trump's are coming a mile away when he said, only Rosie O'Donnell, he barked, drawing cheers from the crowd. When Kelly tried to point out that he had insulted more women than O'Donnell, Trump, as he would all night, steamrolled right past her. The big problem this country has is being politically correct, Trump shouted, invoking conservatives' favorite term of disdain. I've been challenged by so many people, I frankly don't have time for total political correctness. And to be honest with you, this country doesn't have time either. And the crowd went wild. Well, maybe they were cheering because the question was apropos of something Rachel Maddow would have asked. And they were, after all, Republicans, but I think they were cheering because it was clear. And at that moment, Trump was going to be Trump, wasn't going to heed to the pundits and the phonies to tone down his act. According to a report in the New York Magazine, even his own daughter was making that case. Well, let me make another point here on the other end of that spectrum. According to Breitbart, Jeb stands by his act of love comments and earned illegal status. They're saying Republican presidential candidate and former Florida Governor Jeb Bush stood by calling immigration an act of love and his support for the earned legal status on Thursday's primetime GOP presidential debate. Jeb was asked if he stood by his comment and support for earned legal status. He answered, I do. I believe the great majority of people coming here illegally have no other option. They want to provide for their families. We'll fix this once and for all, he said, so that we can turn this into a driver for high sustained economic growth. There should be a path for earned legal status and for those that are already here. Not amnesty, earned legal status, which means you pay a fine. You do many things over an extended period of time. So let me pose this question. This is the established media trying to pick the candidates that they want. Let me explain. How is it that Trump has skyrocketed to the top of the polls 
by being very outspoken about immigration, building a wall to stop it. These are the basic reasons Republicans like him and support him the way they do. Then the alphabet networks tell us that Jeb Bush is number two when he sticks to his love for immigration and wants this, for the most part, amnesty. And he whitewashes his opinion, which changes with the tide. Trump and Bush are polar opposite. So what makes Bush number two? It's who the progressives want. He takes campaign donations from both conservatives and Democrats. Why? Because he represents the status quo. Business as usual. If you like the way the country's going now, Bush will give you more of the same. There is no way, and I mean no way, this guy is number two in any legitimate poll of conservatives. This is the media trying to cram this guy down the throats of the people that they believe are sheeple, and they can be directed any direction that they want him to go. You know what? There are plenty of sheeple who are gladly willing to be told what to do and how to think. There is no way that Trump and Bush can be polar opposites and be one and two, especially when there are other candidates that are actually in between. Are you one of the sheeple that are being fed, or do you have the gift of critical thought? Well, thank you for joining me here today. I appreciate everybody joining the new mainstream media in time news and as usual when the dust settles and the smoke clears. I'll be back with more truth in the news. Thank you. You can get these full stories and more at WDeanShook.com. That's WDeanShook.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.